Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jim Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, reaching out to Dr. Phil Knight, Executive Director of the Food Bank Council of Michigan. They are housed in Lansing, Michigan, but serving statewide. Dr. Phil, welcome back to Michigan Business Network and the Michigan Business Beat. I feel like I'm home, Jeff. So thanks for having me. Tremendous. Now, I am hearing a lot about food insecurity lately, so I figured I'd come to you. It's due to, I think, inflation and the end of SNAP benefits that were available during the pandemic. So enlighten us. How bad is the food insecurity situation for Michigan now? Well, I think probably the best way to talk about it, Jeff, is to say that the resourcing for the problem has changed. So when we lost the emergency allotments that were tied to the bridge card, the SNAP card, for example, seniors in Michigan, many seniors were getting, let's say, $250 a month for food assistance. Many of them dropped now as of March 1st down to the minimum, which is $23 per month. So that resource has gone away, but those folks still have the need for food. And so they will now turn to the charitable food network, which, of course, the backbone for that is the food banks. And that's where they'll come to get the food. So I can't say there are more people that are food insecure now than what there were six months ago. But what I can say is that the resourcing of the need has changed and it's put more stress on the charitable network than what was here a few months ago. Fair enough. Well, let's dig a little bit deeper. What impact is the situation having on the state's food bank network? Great question. So I think probably the best way to illustrate that again is to talk about one food bank in particular. So let's look at Gleaners down in Southeast Michigan. It's Michigan's oldest food bank. About 40 plus percent of all the people in Michigan that are food insecure or living under that toxic stress live in Southeast Michigan. And because of a shortage of food flowing to us from the USDA, because of inflation and because of the loss of these emergency allotments, Gleaners is now spending in excess of $1 million every month to purchase the food that the community needs. Now, I think we can look at that number pretty quickly, and you and I would agree that that's not scalable or sustainable. Wow, that's imposing. So it seems evident, but I'll let you clarify it and crystallize it for our Michigan business community. Why is addressing this situation so critical? So I think probably, you know, let's, again, I'm going to look at the long and we'll work our way back to today. So in a couple of years, let's say five, seven, 10 years, every business that's listening to you today is still going to be here. They're going to be in business and they're going to need workers. So if you look at this, this is an investment in the workforce of tomorrow, because if a child is not well fed, they will never be well read. And we know that that's the key for people being able to learn, to develop, grow, graduate get the skills that our businesses need. And so that's why it's so important for businesses to help own this issue. Because right now, food's pretty cheap. I mean, it's more expensive than what it's been in years, but it's still cheaper alternative to invest in kids today with access to food than what it will be to deal with the problems of tomorrow if we don't do that. Indeed. 
And you're pulled in 20 different directions, so I'd love to hear what is the Food Bank Council of Michigan doing to help remedy the situation? Well, that's a great question again, because, you know, I don't want to be a problem spotter. I really want to be a problem solver, right? I mean, anybody can spot the problem. When changes are made at the federal level, it puts stress not only on the charitable food system, but it also puts stress on state resources. And that's just what happens. And so we have gone to the legislature and to the governor's office, and we've asked them to invest in us as we are facing this crisis of need, so to speak, because of the shortage of food from USDA, the loss of emergency allotments and inflation. And in next year's budget that would take place October 1, we've asked for a $20 million increase into a program that we use a grant from the state. It's already in existence. This is increasing it. And Jeff, we take that money and we buy directly from Michigan farmers, producers, and processors. So we take the state grant and we put it right back into the Michigan agricultural economy. And we take that food that they can't normally sell to Meyer or Kroger or whoever. And we create that secondary market with this money. And so it benefits the farmers and the processors. It benefits the food banks. But most importantly, it gives access to fresh, healthy food to the families who need it most. Well, Dr. Phil, given our audience and this situation, what can the Michigan business community do to help? Well, I would say the first thing you do is whatever legislator you have on speed dial, let them know, text them, email them, call them and say, hey, we need you to support the Food Bank Council and their ask. And that would be a tremendous help. That would be a tremendous help. To see this as an investment in the future workforce of Michigan, I think is the right perspective to have. Well, Dr. Phil, as always, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me once again. Excellent. Once again, Dr. Phil Knight is the Executive Director of the Food Bank Council of Michigan. They are housed in Lansing, Michigan, but serving statewide. We'll be back with more on Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.